Welcome to Yes, I Can Living. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and each week I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. We'll cover it all from health and wealth to life, love, and business, infusing faith in all aspects of success. Are you ready to live all in and play full out? Well, then let's get started so you can be inspired to live your best Yes, I Can life. No one can make you feel anything. <laughs> well, I'm Kathy Alessandra, the Yes I Can Coach, and I wanted to talk today or share with you a little bit about how your feelings are an inside job. You know, I, uh, many of us, right, have been through lots of different trials and challenges uh, over the last few years or, you know, over our lifetimes, right? We face um, things in our business, we face things in our relationship, and feelings are just a part of the natural world, right? Um, they're just going to bubble up feelings of frustration or sadness, feelings of anxiety or ambiguity, feelings of love and compassion. And, you know, humans are in relationship with one another, whether it's a business relationship, whether it's a significant other relationship, whether it's a relationship with your kids or your girlfriends or your guy friends, relationships are unfortunately at times built on feelings and emotions. And what I want to talk about today is this idea that it is, you know, a bit of an inside job. You know, I will never forget uh, years ago standing in my dining room and um, somebody saying to me, well, I can't make you feel anything. I can't make you feel anything. And at the mo- at that, in that moment, I was feeling hurt. I was feeling sad. I was feeling lost. And I was angry. I was angry about that comment. You can't make me feel anything. It was said in such a way of, you know, the person knew they were pulling a trigger. They knew that they were, uh, you know, saying something that was going to frustrate me, hurt me, take me down a path. They knew that, right? And in that moment, because of the situation, the anger, um, and how dare that person actually say that. But as I've taken a step back and really looked at it, I want to suggest that, I mean, this is true. No one can make us feel anything. They can't make us feel love or compassion. I had a conversation this past weekend with somebody who said the person was trying to, you know, they were, they were trying to lean into what they thought they should feel. Right. And, and those feelings never materialized. Um, you can't, um, you can't fake when you're angry or when you're sad or when there, there's, you know, anxiety or ambiguity in your life. Feelings and emotions are going to bubble up no matter what the situation is. You know, when a client lets you go or decides they no longer want to work with you, right? How that, you know, if we take it personally, it goes through this four agreements thing, you know, how are we going to react? What's our feelings in that? What's our emotions that are going to bubble up when a relationship ends with a, um, with a girlfriend or a guy friend, uh, you know, or just a friend friend, right? What's going to bubble up? And so I want to go back to this idea of the four agreements and two of the agreements, which are not taking things personally and not making assumptions. And how when we think about feelings and emotions and making somebody feel something, you know, how or how we, how, how we feel that the other person is making us feel, <laughs> that's a tricky one there, right? How can we actually look at these two agreements and understand that it's not about them? It's not them, you know, yeah, they may be intentionally doing something to trigger us, but it's us in that moment. It is we who are meant to then feel those feelings or not, allow those feelings or not, 
process those feelings and move forward, right? So let's talk about that. So if you are in a situation where you're feeling those feelings and you're wondering, you know, you're feeling that anxiety, that sadness, you feel that this person is trying to trigger or you're unclear, right? I mean, this whole idea of the four agreements, never making assumptions, um, not taking it personally. Here's what I encourage you to do. Three things, actually. First, ask. Ask the person. Get clarity. Is this what I'm hearing you say? Is this the way that, you know, you feel about the subject? Is this, um, you know, is this what you're wanting me to believe? Ask. Get clarity. We really need to um, be willing and open, particularly in those relationships that are important to us, to ask those hard questions, right? Um, and they may come back with an answer that you don't particularly like, like, well, I can't make you feel anything, right? So it's ask. Start with ask. Again, this is, this is where it all begins, is having that open dialogue, that open conversation. Number two, we need to listen. We need to take a pause, we need to take a breath, and we really need to hear what the other person is saying. This is not just ask the question and be thinking about what you're going to say in response, right? It's actually sitting and hearing it, listening to it wholeheartedly, letting it soak in, understanding where that person is coming from, getting that clarity, really understanding that, and maybe taking a moment to breathe or to pause or to ask further questions for clarity, right? That's an important piece. And step three then is to process. And maybe it's processing with the person and maybe it's processing on your own, right? You know, uh, going through, um, you know, and again, I would encourage you, particularly if this is something that's triggering, you know, it's not to go into the anger mode. It's not to go into the frustration mode. It's, it's to go in to pull away and process, right? What is really being said? What does that person, um, you know, where is that person in my life? What, what does this mean to me? What's the, what's the outcome of this potentially? Do I need to go back and ask additional questions? Am I re -over overreacting? Am I reacting instead of responding, right? And then coming back with a clear head of where you're at and actually working through it with the person if it's an important thing to work through, right? You know, it's so easy these days. I'll give you a, a perfect example of a text message I had recently where I expressed some disappointment, right? And I was trying to understand where this person was coming from, and it was all through text, right? And I did have a bit of a reactionary response in my text message saying I was, you know, extremely disappointed, saddened, um, you know, but I would talk later because I had to move on to something. And it took me a moment to step away from that, to allow that processing to occur, right? To really lean into that and think into it. And um, with this particular relationship, look into where this person was coming from, why they were saying what they were saying and what the feelings were that they had. So again, no one can make you, they can't make you feel anything. They can't make you fall in love with them. They can't make you get angry with them. They can't make you sit in that ambiguity. We're allowing ourselves to do that. We're allowing ourselves to be put into that place, to find the uncomfortableness, right? To not move through it. And so again, what I want to suggest is here is looking at these two agreements, not taking it personally and not making assumptions. So number one, ask, always ask for clarification, find out what the person really means and where they're really coming from Two, listen to that response, hear it, 
hear it wholeheartedly, not from your perspective of hurt or anger or frustration or whatever, hear it, hear it for what it is and three, process it, allow it to soak within so that you can respond in an appropriate way, not allowing your feelings and emotions to take over, right? But for you to become, you to come from a place of uh, empowered knowledge, wisdom, really, in how you're moving forward with this. And maybe it's something to let go and maybe it's something you need to work through. But don't let somebody else's hmm, triggers take you down a path of feeling less than, of feeling unworthy, of feeling not enough. No. It's up to us to turn it around, get clarification, ask, listen, process, and then maybe let go. Maybe let go of the person, of the situation, of the relationship. Surrender it. Surrender to your higher power, surrender to your source, whatever that looks like for you. Okay, that's this week's episode of Yes, I Can Living. I hope you're having a great week. If you would like further, uh, more inspiration on a daily basis, inspiration, motivation, hope, come on over to yourdailyyes.com and subscribe for either a text message or a daily email where you will receive information and things that will bring you hope and inspiration in your life. Um, also, we've got a masterclass coming up, depending upon when you're listening to this in November, the Yes, I Can Masterclass, where we're going to be talking about the five steps of the Yes Method and how you can look into 2023 and create that Yes, I Can life style and life that you love when it comes to relationships and your business and your health and your finances, all of it. All right. Until then, you have a fabulous day and we will talk soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up another episode of Yes, I Can Living. I hope you got just what you needed, a word of advice, a little inspiration, or the motivation to keep on keeping on. My goal is to continue to support you as you live your best life. Hop on over to yourdailyyes.com to get a weekly inspiring message. Plus, check the show notes below for other freebies. Oh, and if you like the show, will you give us that five-star review? It's appreciated. Well, until next time.